Welcome to the More Than Corporate podcast, where we discuss finding fulfillment, defining success, and living your best life. There's no roadmap to success, no one-size-fits-all answer to fulfillment. I believe it requires us all to be vulnerable and authentic about what we want to accomplish and have the courage to step out of our comfort zone to chase our dreams. Keep listening to hear stories from inspiring people who make it their mission to live their best life every day. Welcome back to the show, everyone. My name is Amber Furman, and this is episode 31 of the More Than Corporate podcast. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another Solo Friday episode of the More Than Corporate podcast, where it's just you, me, and the mic. Today on the episode, I want to dive into a book that I've referenced a couple times throughout the solo episodes that I've done, and that is Mark Manson's The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck. I'm going to touch on some of my favorite parts of this book just a little bit throughout this episode, but I'm not going to go into real explicit detail because I think it's a fantastic book that you're going to want to check out. So instead, I just want to talk about some of my favorite parts of the book and the lessons that I've taken from it. Before we jump into the episode, I wanted to take a minute to talk about the exciting goal setting and strategizing session that I'm going to be doing here in Vegas. I believe it's going to be December 14th. As soon as that date is solidified, I'll let you guys know. It's going to be in preparation for New Year's resolutions that never seem to quite work out the way that we planned. It's going to be a way to really create goals and create action steps that will help you accomplish those goals. So if that sounds like something that you are interested in, or if you would be interested in an electronic version of that, please feel free to reach out to me. You can contact me through the More Than Corporate community page, um, or you can shoot me a message on Facebook or Instagram. I look forward to hearing from you guys and sharing more information about this amazing seminar as it becomes solidified. Jumping back over to Mark Manson and the subtle art of not giving a fuck, the thing that I love most about this book is that it just really digs down deep into so many of the things that we really need to be willing to admit, yet we're trying so hard to put on this face that everything's okay. And this book takes away the feeling and requirement that we have to do that and talks about some of the dangers of living in this state of what Mark Manson describes as delusional positivity. This book advances the idea that happiness and fulfillment in life come from solving problems and not from avoiding them. One of the things that's talked about in the book is that we only have so much energy that we can spend caring on things. When we spend that energy caring on things that don't matter, it normally either means that we don't have more important things to care about, that we're not doing things that we should be doing with our life to create our best life and live a happy and fulfilling life. Or when we're focusing on all of the small things that shouldn't matter, it prevents us from focusing on the things that do. There's a quote in the book that I absolutely love, and it says, I once heard an artist say that when a person has no problems, the mind automatically finds a way to invent some. I think what most people consider life problems are really just side effects of not having anything more important to worry about. It really puts in perspective kind of where we're spending our energy and what we're choosing to care about, because that's a big part of this book as well, is Mark talks about the importance of understanding that we are constantly making a choice. We're constantly making a choice about what to care about. We're constantly making a choice about what's important to us. We're constantly making a choice about whether to take responsibility for our actions or play the 
part of a victim that has relinquished control to whatever external force we are identifying as the villain in our story. Mark talks about the idea of happiness and fulfillment and the importance of understanding that happiness and fulfillment in life doesn't come from avoiding problems. It comes from solving them. That suffering is part of solving a problem because suffering is what inspires us to change. And so when he talks about it, he talks about the fact that this idea that if we do A, B, C, or D, that we'll find happiness is a flawed equation because dissatisfaction and unease are inherent parts of human nature and that that dissatisfaction and unease is necessary to create happiness. So working off of the premise that dissatisfaction and unease is necessary to create happiness and that being uncomfortable inspires change, Mark came up with my favorite superhero of all time which is Disappointment Panda. I could try to explain and describe Disappointment Panda to you, but I would not be able to do it justice. So instead, I'm going to steal Mark's definition and explanation of Disappointment Panda. He says, if I could invent a superhero, I would invent one called Disappointment Panda. He'd wear a cheesy eye mask and a shirt with a giant capital T on it that was way too small for his big panda belly. And his superpower would be to tell people harsh truths about themselves that they needed to hear but didn't want to accept. I don't know about you, but I agree with Mark that this sounds like the best superhero on the planet. And this comes from the fact that we are blind to the things that we don't want to accept. Yet accepting those things is important in allowing ourselves to then identify how we can change them or if we want to change them and going back to that idea of choice. The rest of the book really focuses on different areas of life and different ideas where we believe that happiness and finding the easiest path from point A to point B is what's going to bring us fulfillment and really disregarding those theories. He talks about choosing your struggle, the importance of not asking what you want out of life, but instead asking what pain you're willing to struggle for. Because everybody wants the corner office. Everybody wants the amazing body. Everybody wants the money that comes along with those. But his point is that not many people are willing to put in the effort that it takes to get those things, the hours in the gym, the 60 hour work weeks, the risk and uncertainty that come along with starting a business. So when you ask somebody what they want to accomplish out of life or what they want to do, it's easy to say what you want to do. But then when you ask them, are you, what are you willing to struggle for? Then you start to have real conversations about what you are willing to put in to be able to get that desired result. And probably one of the most important things that I take out of this book is that allowing yourself to acknowledge the fact that you didn't want it as bad as you thought you wanted it isn't failure. He tells a story about thinking that he wanted to be a rock star and then finding out that he didn't want to put in the effort that it was going to take. And people wanted him to believe that he had failed at becoming a rock star. And he says, no, no, I didn't fail. I just learned that I didn't want it as bad as I thought I did. And when we reframe that in our mind, all of a sudden failure takes on a whole different meaning. It's not failure if you learned from it. So Mark goes on in the book to talk about defining your values, figuring out what's important to you and making sure that you are defining those things in a way that you can actually accomplish them and that the end result is dependent on your actions, not on an external outcome like somebody else's interpretation or reaction to your actions. 
he talks about identity and the identity that we all create for ourselves, where we think we fit into the world and how the fear of failure and the fear of success all play into the fact that if we fail or if we succeed, we are challenging the identity that we've set for ourselves and the fear of that prevents us from acting at all. He talks a lot about the relationship between commitment and freedom and this idea that while it seems kind of counterintuitive that the more committed you are, the more free you are because you're no longer distracted by things that are unimportant and frivolous. There are so many amazing things that I could talk about from this book. I have read it at this point five or six times and each time that I read it, I take something different from it. It really is a um, fantastic book that challenges the way that we've thought about what life's supposed to be. We've all heard the phrase, lean into the discomfort, because that's where you grow. But after reading this book, I've been forced to think about whether it should actually be lean into the discomfort, because that's where life is truly lived. So I want to leave you with two very short quotes from the book that had a huge impact on me when I read them. The first comes from a story where he's talking about a friend of his who died way too young and how he was dealing with his friend's death. And he talks about having a dream one night where he saw his friend and had a conversation with him. And in his dream, he told his friend, I'm really sorry you died. And in response, his friend said, why do you care that I'm dead when you're still so afraid to live? I sit around and think about the people that I miss in my life so much. And that quote really hit home to me because I know that they would want me to be out there living my life and getting out of my comfort zone and facing that fear. In addition to living our best life, we all want to know that when at the end of the day, when it's all said and done, that we left something behind that was useful or valuable or that we're going to be remembered in some way or another. And Mark has a quote in this book where he says, they say that a butterfly flapping its wings in Africa can cause a hurricane in Florida. What hurricane will you leave in your wake? There's so many fantastic things in this book. I could go on and on and on, but then there would be no reason for you to read it. So rather than going through all of the wonderful things that I took and the pages and pages of notes that I have on this book, I um, just encourage all of you to go check it out. It is really a fantastic book and it has so many valuable things in it. I hope that you enjoy it. If you do go check it out, please um, contact me, shoot me a message, let me know what you think of it. I would love to have a conversation with you about what you took from the book um, because I'm sure that everybody takes something different from everything that they read. As always, thanks for tuning in to another Friday solo episode. I hope you guys have a fantastic week and we'll catch you next time. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of the show. I hope that something that was said resonated with you or provided value to you in one way or another. I'd love to hear more about your thoughts on the show. You can reach out to me on Facebook or Instagram at Amber Furman. Also, I've created a Facebook community for followers of the show to interact with me and other members of the community. You can find that on Facebook at More Than Corporate. So go ahead and join that group if you'd like to stay up to date on podcast happenings and meet some really cool people. Again, thanks so much for tuning in.